The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with a high fever, and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever and had left her, and immediately she rose and served them. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. And when it was day, he departed and went into a lonely place. And the people sought him and came to him and would have kept him from leaving them, but he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. So in today's Gospel, we have the conclusion of the day that began yesterday. Very beautiful, uh, seeing all the details of this day. And so what began in the synagogue ends in Simon Peter's house. A beautiful image of the movement of the churches of the, of the Lord as he establishes his church. And there is a movement out of the synagogue and out of the temple and into Simon Peter's house, into the church that he will establish um, and so when we see the first reading for today, we get a sense of what is happening now in the gospel scene, which is that the rejoicing that we see in St. Paul is also a certain rejoicing that we should take in what is happening in Capernaum. St. Paul rejoices because those whom he is writing to the Colossians, they have heard the word of God and it has begun to spread and to bear fruit. And that is what is happening in Capernaum. The reception that he should have had, Jesus should have had in Nazareth, he is now having in this small city on the coast of the Sea of Galilee. They have received his word. They are marveling at him. And the word is spreading throughout that whole region. And anyone who has any need is being brought to Jesus. What a beautiful effect of the word. As you can see now, it starts to spread like a fire around the coasts of the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus rises from the synagogue and he enters Simon Peter's house. And we see another beautiful effect of what is happening, which is that Simon's mother-in-law was ill. And instead of anyone else trying to do anything about it, we can see that the disciples' hearts are being formed rightly because their response to someone in need is correct is that their eyes turn to Jesus. What is happening is something that should happen in all of us, which is that whenever we meet a need or suffering, we turn to Jesus and look for his intercession, his guidance, what does he will? And so they turn to him, the one whom they have seen already work so many miracles, 
the one whose word they have come to love, the one whose wisdom they have been astounded by, they are now beginning to treat him as a source, as a solution, as the solution. And so when they meet with illness in Simon Peter's mother-in-law, they turn to him. Their eyes are fixed on Jesus and they ask him, they besought him for her. Very simple prayer, uh, but very efficacious prayer. And in turning to Jesus, he responds immediately. It says, he stood over her and rebuked the fever. In some of the other synoptic accounts, it says he also took her by the hand. So he rebukes the fever and he takes her by the hand. And so we have another step now in the healing processes of Christ. When he was in the synagogue, he simply spoke to the demon. But here in Simon Peter's house, we can see that he not only speaks, but he also takes Simon Peter's mother-in-law by the hand and any of the sick who we see later who are brought to him, he lays his hands on every one of them and they are healed. And so we see not only in the synagogue and in this scene the power of the word of Jesus Christ to heal, to restore, to cast out demons, but also power in his touch. One simple touch of the flesh of Jesus Christ is able to restore Simon Peter's mother-in-law to full health. So not only does he rebu rebuke the fever, and that's strange, it's a strange thing. The fever is not a rational thing. And the Lord speaks to it as commanding something. It seems odd, why would he speak to a fever? Why would he rebuke a fever? And yet we can see that the authority of his word extends not only just with wisdom, but we can see that it is also the same word which creates all things and has power over all things and is able to govern all things. And so he speaks and rebukes the fever and it left her. But there is an effect of the fever. We know that anyone, whenever we have been sick, if we have had a fever or if we have some type of sickness, even when the fever passes, we are normally left with weakness and unable to do things until only after a while, slowly we gain, regain our strength, but not so with Jesus Christ. When he has contact with her and after he has rebuked the fever and spoken over her, she rises immediately and goes to service. So we can see that the power of having contact with Jesus in his flesh is able to infuse a fullness of health in her. And so also that shows us that in the church, in Simon Peter's house, we have access to these same means of healing, which is Christ himself. We receive his word, his word which is able to rebuke, rebuke fevers, drive out demons, accomplish all things. We receive his word when we listen to the gospels, when we read the scriptures. But also we have contact with the flesh of Christ, this flesh that is able to restore Simon Peter's mother-in-law and heal, it says, all those whom he laid his hands on, who had contact with his flesh as well, all were healed. And we have contact with the body of Christ as well when we receive him in Holy Communion. These same graces are offered to us. This same gift that happened at Capernaum in Peter's house continues to happen in Peter's house, which is the church. In every church we experience, and in every Mass, we experience this same mystery and miracle repeatedly, again and again. 
At every Mass, we, in a certain sense, sit on the shores of the Sea of Galilee in Simon Peter's house in Capernaum, and we are there with the Savior, with the one whose word is able to heal and to save, and with the one whose presence and whose flesh and whose contact with him is able to restore to a fullness of health. And so we can rejoice in what you can see the disciples are already beginning to rejoice in. There is this beautiful fire of love of Jesus that is spreading from that house in Capernaum. And that should be happening from every chapel and every church in the world because the same graces are available. But do we respond in the same way? Do we respond like the Colossians that St. Paul wrote to? And do we respond like those from Capernaum? Do we receive the word and does it bear fruit in us? Do we go out and bring to the Lord all those who are sick? Do we have the same faith that would do what the, those in Capernaum did, which is bring to the Lord those who have any illness, whether of body or of soul, and bring them into his presence that he may heal them? The Lord focuses most intentionally on the works in the soul because that is what he prizes above all things. He wants us to have eternal life before and over natural life. He wants us to have grace before and over anything else. And so when we come to him here, we receive all of the healing that we need for salvation, and we should desire in love to bring others who have the same need to Jesus. Amen.